Justin. What's up, man? Uh much. It's Happy New Year. That's right. New Year, new you. That's right. Did you enjoy your month off that we took? Uh, not quite. Uh, it was it was a pretty busy month for me work wise. I was at the uh, VA hospital, which is oh. an interesting experience. Lovely. But uh, yeah, um, it. Uh, but uh, you know, how about you? Uh, not bad. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much, I was working a little bit off and on, but I pretty much had a nice vacation. There's a train. Great, great. Good way to start the year off. Yeah. Of course, I missed the days. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're talking about moving like in the next since six months uh, when our lease is up. One of the stipulations is the house we move to. Gotta have a train. Yes, gotta be near a train track. Because I was was just about to say (laughs) that I missed the days of you and I having a train go between our houses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so maybe we can bring that back. Right. So, although we'd have to do like a three-hour podcast (laughs) in order to hear it both (laughs) on, you know, to get a twofer. Well, could the train get from here to there in three hours? I guess it could. Direct shot train. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, no stops. No stops. So, anyway. Uh, yeah. So tonight we're talking about, we're two dudes in the nest, by the way. And tonight mm-hmm. we are talking about Skate or Die. A little skateboarding That's game. right. Uh, before we really Speaking get talking about the game. Oh, Die. You're going to die? Yeah, I'm not doing well. I'm not doing well, I got to say. Uh, after that game yesterday. Mm. That uh, That was brutal. Yeah. That, so for those of, of you listening um, that I'm not friends with on Facebook, um, big Bears fan. We uh, came down to our kicker in the last minute, who's not been the best this year, just to put it lightly, <laughs> and he hit the upright. Mm, yeah, that sucks. So, you yeah, know. Did, uh, it's worse what, because it's slapper back. Yeah, I know. I was about. It, I was just about it, to say. That just makes it so much worse. It's just like putting salt in the wound. I was <sighs> going to ask if you and slapper bags made a like a meet in the middle journey to some buffalo wilding somewhere. No, no. I, I just I had too much going on. I wasn't going to be able to do something like that. Oh, I was on call too. So I like I'm on call. I have to be within. Yeah. Uh, be able to be at the hospital within an hour, so I can't really travel. So probably I wouldn't for the best then, anyways, right? Yeah, I wasn't gonna ask him to drive all the way up here. Thank God. And I mean, he might as well have drove up here and just brought me his Christmas card since I just got it like a day before, <laughs> like on January fifth. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty uh, awesome. Yeah, that is pretty awesome. And the, the funny thing to me <laughs> is because I also got it like January fifth. And I texted you and I said, hey, I just now got Slapper Bag's uh, Christmas card. And you said, oh, now I guess I know why he asked me for my address two days ago. Yeah, which was like also a week after <laughs> Christmas. Yeah, exactly. But in his defense, yeah. they've been moved. They just moved and all kinds of stuff. But I mean, how hard is it to put a Christmas card in the mail? Yeah. I just, we don't, we just don't do it anymore. It's like no expectations, no, 
no failures, right? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Well, we do it, but it's to very few people these days. We used to do it to James, everybody. <laughs> and now it's just like my parents, her parents, you know, very minimal. Right. Right. Family, mostly. Just the people, yeah. who, just the people who, if they don't get a Christmas card, are going to call you and ask you, "Where's my Christmas card? Why haven't you given me my?" Christmas are you card? okay? Yeah, yeah. Are you, are you okay? guys okay? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, I was gonna. There's. I had a couple tangents to talk about tonight. We're recording um, during the second half of the college football national championship. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. how much we love you guys that we're recording during the national championship game instead of watching it. It may or may not right. be on the TV on mute close by, but, uh, right. but I, you know, I thought we could talk about the halftime show, which maybe we'll do that a little bit later. Cause it was abysmal. And then, uh, yeah. new year's resolutions. I don't know. I don't know if you make them. I don't really oh, make yeah. them, but I kind of do. It just, I don't call them new year's resolutions, but we can talk about that too. Maybe we yeah, should we'll talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about the game a little bit too, though. And also, thank you to for the intro um, that I forgot to play, but I'm going to play it right now. So it's almost like we're just restarting the podcast. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. Are you ready to take your NES gaming to the extreme? This is Francisco Ruiz from the Retro Rewind Podcast, and you're not hearing double. This is Two Dudes and a Ness. Hey, Justin. Uh, what's up, man? <laughs> Starting over. This is Two Dudes in an S, right. and we are recording Skate or Die tonight. Let's talk about the game. Do you have some history for us? I've got a little bit. Justin's historical tidbits. Mm, tidbits. And trivia. How's that for efficient podcasting? I love it. You know, if we started like it. if we started like that and we just said so twenty nineteen our New Year's resolution as a podcast was just to be super efficient, only talk about the game. Do you think people would like that? Because that intro was I mean that was pretty short. Chris like Vanderhoff would probably like it. Yeah, I could cut everything else out and we just start mm-hmm. up start there and we could just start as a totally different podcast. Yeah. We could. But we're not. No, we're not gonna do that. Alright. So uh, you know, and, and since the cat's out of the bag, the most of the history, or if all, if not all, of the history comes from Wikipedia, I'll just go ahead and put this out there. Um, Wikipedia uh, says when you pull up the Skate or Die like, page, it says this article is about the 1988 video game, not the 2008 French film Skate or Die, or the Law and Order episode Skate or Die. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll probably Just have to, to clarify. Dif- differentiate between this and the Law and Order. Maybe we should clarify that too, in case anybody comes on this episode and you know don't don't know this podcast and they see Skate or Die and they're thinking that we're talking about that Law and Order episode. <laughs> yeah, this is should not we, about the Law and Order episode. Should this we start the podcast over again and uh, it, put that at the top? It do it, it do that as a disclaimer. We'll add it in and post. Okay. Yeah. No, we won't. There is yeah. there is almost no post these days, right? But uh, yeah, I'm just saying that because I don't I don't want to restart. Gotcha. All right. Anyway, so, history. So, Skate or Die is a game brought to you by 
Electronic Arts. It, it was brought out in 1988, originally from the Sinclair ZX Spectrum Commodore 64, the Atari ST, the Apple II, um, and IBM compatibles running MS-DOS. And then it was later ported to what we're going to talk about, which is the Nintendo Entertainment System by none other than Konami. And it was published, as we've talked about many times in the po- in the podcast, is there was a limit at that time to how many games uh, could be published. So Ultra Games came out with this one. Also, um, the uh, anyway, so this game, uh, like I said, came out in 1988 for the uh, uh, computer. Shortly came out for the NES afterwards. Uh, produced by Don Traeger. Uh, the designers of this game was Michael Kosaka, Stephen Landrum, David Bunch. And the programmers were David Bunch and Stephen Landrum. See, these are names I can read, right? I think I know David Bunch, actually. Uh, yeah, well, Amber's, um, Amber's old roommate married him. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. His name was mm-hmm. David Bunch. No, wait, that was his brother. She married his the bro- David Bunch's brother. There's a friend of mine in, my, in uh, elementary school that signed my little yearbook that we got for uh, in elementary school as Rod Munch. Oh, is Rod that Munch? Rod Munch. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a funny name. <laughs> <laughs> that, maybe that kid was ahead of his time. He's coming up with his own funny name. He, he was. He was. Um, but probably most importantly, or we'll talk about that later, is the composer of the music, which Rob Hubbard, who is a British composer, who was famous for his computer game theme music, and became particularly famous in this game for the intro music, and not, and it was really considered kind of ahead of its time, um, as far as what he was able to do with the capabilities of the SID chip on the uh, Commodore 64, and then. Uh, later for the port, it was rearranged for the Rico A two A O three sound chip, which I'm sure if you want to listen to three hours of Ask Aaron on Genesis Gems, he'll explain to you what all that means. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, um, I you, sorry, 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 Aaron, but uh, it I I love you know I love to hate on the Genesis Germs. Um, but sometimes I love to just hate on Aaron alone by himself and uh, Mm -hmm. that last episode that they did I don't remember actually the one they did with Steve and Michael he the Ask Aaron segment was literally I think like 45 minutes long which (laughs) Aaron is a he is a wealth of knowledge but he also doesn't care to share it so thank you for that don't 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 worry I I listen to all of it but I actually stole that joke from from you because I think there was a, there was like a thread on Facebook and and you'd commented something about <laughs> I fell asleep in the second hour. Of that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, so anyway, is this latest as far as this game it was re-released in the, for the Virtual Console. A Winterize sequel was released for the Commodore 64, Amiga, and NES. Uh, called Ski or Die, and a true sequel, Skate or Die 2, was published for in 1990 for the NES. 
Uh, around 100,000 copies were sold of this game between its release date and the end of the NES era, whenever that was. Uh, I don't think it's over. Do you think yeah. the NES over, era is over? Not according to uh, this podcaster. No. <laughs> we're still going with it. And not according so. to a somewhat recent guest who just made that Lizard game, which everybody should go check out. Lizard. For That's instance. right, Brad Smith brand new right yeah uh so anyway and not the brad and if anybody's confused not the brad smith we went to high school with. yeah i'm sure all the people out there listening to the podcast (laughs) they are all confused uh that it could have been brad smith that we went to high school right right not that brad smith guys yeah different brad smith so anyway that's it. That's all I'm doing for history and tidbits and trivia. How about okay. you? Did you go on a quest to find this game? Well. Michael's quest to find the cart. I did. Sort of. Oh, so, uh, yeah. So, anyways, the transitions are really wonky today, and I apologize to everyone because... Uh, I did, could not find like a noise. Normally I find like a little short sound clip from the game to put in there, but I couldn't find mm-hmm. one. So I took a piece of music and cut it down and I did a really bad job mm-hmm. of cutting it down because I was in a hurry and you know, we all know what happens when you get in a hurry. So anyways, that's why the music sounds weird and the transitions are all choppy sounding. Mm-hmm. But besides okay. that point, well, I thought it sounded okay. Okay. Besides that point. Um, so this game, uh, I didn't have it, but I played it a lot when I was a kid. Pickflick had it, and I rented it from Pickflick. But when I got older, say 16, 17 years old, I was really cool. I rode a skateboard. I had like vans, oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I had vans on. Sure. I had that. They were vans, but they looked like sneakers. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah. So I got on my skateboard. Listen to this music. If you can barely hear it in the background, but this is me on my skateboard. Yeah, I hear it. I hear okay. It. So I'm on the skateboard. I'm riding. I'm riding. Okay. You remember our neighborhood, uh-huh. right? Well. Oh yeah. This big hills. A lot of hills. Big hills. A lot of hills. So I, I made it hills. down. I've made it down that first hill, but then I turned to go like down towards your house, which is like a left turn and a straight downhill that mm-hmm. ends in like the river. And so, yeah. I'm, I was going. I was going, but I never really learned how to stop on a skateboard. Right. So. You know, I didn't really know what to do. I, you, you, I don't know, you pull backwards or you like slide sideways. I could never figure any of that stuff out. So I just kept riding. I was afraid to get off because I was going really fast. And uh, uh-huh. I ran all the way to the end of the road, hit the curb, went flying, went into the river. No. Yeah. And then when uh, I landed in the river, deep in the mud where my hands had landed was a cartridge of skater die. Pulled it out of the mud, uh-huh. cleaned it off, stuck it in the NES. Didn't work, so I later bought it at Pickflick whenever Pickflick was selling their games. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, so, you, so you bought this from Pickflick? I did. When Pickflick started selling their games. How many times do you think you bought it over, though? Like, if you counted how many times you rented it before you actually bought it, oh, how many yeah. times had you bought it? <laughs> I don't know. I really didn't rent it that much. I rent it maybe four or five times. I don't remember how much a rental fee was. So I'd maybe yeah. bought it once and then bought it again. 
But it was a cheaper price when, when I actually bought it the second time. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Because yeah, sure. it was a PickFlix sale, you know what I mean? So. How about yeah. you? Did you ever have this game? I don't think you did. did I you? never had. I never had this game growing up. Um, I don't know why. Because I was definitely. Well, I guess this would would have been like pre my skateboarding days. Because this was like I'm like five years old when this game comes out, and you know, wasn't really. I didn't get really get into skateboarding as a young kid. Like I got into it when I was like in middle school. Right, and I was wearing yeah. Jinkos and wearing Airwalks. You mentioned the Vans. I was an Airwalk kind of guy. Uh, okay, I'd actually like yeah. to have some Airwalks now. They're they're very comfortable. Hey, I will say, I it, I wasn't really wearing Vans. I just wanted to reference that song. You know, got my Vans on, but they look like sneakers. But oh yeah, okay. uh, I was always uh what's the one that's an E? I still wear them. They're my going outside shoes. Whenever I take Teeter out. To oh. Poop. Um, Whenever my dog Teeter needs shoot. to pull a car, I put on the shoes with the E on the side. But I don't remember what the E stands for. <laughs> yeah. I can't either. Some, um, okay, one of you guys out there is like screaming at the, at the phone or the car stereo or whatever you're listening to us on. You're screaming it out, and I can almost hear it. So just keep screaming. Maybe yeah. later on this episode I'll hear it. And, uh, we can Googling do- e-shoes is not helpful. <laughs> It just brings me a bunch of websites where you can buy shoes. <laughs> um, Skateboard shoes. Wow, what are those uh, called? I don't know. And we'll it doesn't it start with an E. From it what doesn't I start with oh, okay. like it's, I'm just going to type in skateboard shoes with an E on the side, and I'm going to pick really loud so everybody knows what I'm doing. Yep. Can you hear that? Say, I, I heard it. And survey says Adidas. No, they weren't Adidas. No, no, there's no, no way. Etnies. Etnies. Okay. It they does start, start with an A. Etnies. Okay, that's what I had. I had Etnies. Yeah. All right. They're comfy. I, they I'll give them comfy. that. And they, these have lasted a long time. Because I bought these probably when we were in high school, and I'm still using them to take Teeter out to pull Carl every day. What's funny is the older I get, the more I want comfort. And longevity in my shoes. <laughs> Not really that concerned with how they look anymore. <laughs> yeah. Other than, other than running shoes, I have not bought right. a pair of shoes in probably 10 years. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, once you find a pair you like, you just wear them until they're, they're done for. And I don't know about you, but like for me, like when I work, like I like it's an investment right you gotta get a just you know spend a little dough get you some good shoes so i got some merrells and i'm day mm-hmm. i love merrells uh, that's that's what i wear every day i love them mm-hmm. they're the yeah. best yeah hands down yeah, they really are if, if i'm they not really wearing are. my steel toe boots i'm wearing my merrells yeah oh man about ready to retire <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the game. Maybe that'll jaw. Okay. Maybe that'll spice us up a little bit here. Speaking of in the neighborhood, and so, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. In the neighborhood. No, I was, yeah, I was just gonna say. You know, speaking of the neighborhood and the game, the uh, empty pool where you do the joust makes me think of your empty pool. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, we'll get we'll get into that. Here we go. Yeah. The game discussion. Okay, so game discussion. Now you mentioned 
the empty pool in this game makes you think of my empty pool. I had my parents had a pool. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before, but growing up, I, I had a pool. So. I had a pool. I swam in it all the time. It was awesome until one mm-hmm. day. Uh, okay, so there was a there was a, a series of events that caused me to have an empty pool for like the majority of my high school career when I really could have used one, you know? Right. Right. <laughs> so when I was like a freshman in high school, um, Oh, this, there's good. This is a, this is a deep tangent, dude, Vanderhoff. I'm okay. sorry, but this is a deep tangent. Cause there's a lot that's gotta be discussed for this, but it's going to be well worth your time. Everybody listen. Okay. <laughs> so when I was a freshman in high school, my dad made a deal with me that I could get a four wheeler if I played uh-huh. football. Okay, you remember this deal, okay, Justin? Right. Oh, I do. I do. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, so he made two deals was, with me, actually. <laughs> so this is just a hilarious deal. It's like I'm going to buy you something if you play this game for me, please. Yeah. If you play football, I will buy you a four wheeler. So I played football, uh, and he bought me a four wheeler. Right. Okay. He also there was another bribe too. I don't know if you remember. Uh, he offered to buy me a new truck instead of a used truck if I played again. Like I, after my freshman year, I was like, well, that sucked. I hate football. I don't want to play football anymore. And he's like, oh, you need to play one more year. Tell you what, when it comes time to buy your truck, uh, I will buy you a new one instead of a used one. <laughs> I said, okay, all right. So I played one more year of football. So no, don't ever, anybody ever tell me that I didn't you know, pay my dues. <laughs> It was so funny because every day is like you just dreaded going to practice and hearing you talk about how much you hated practice. It's just yeah. hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyways, well, we may get back into that someday. But Okay, so yeah. I played two years of football, got a new truck, and a four-wheeler out of it. It's not too bad, really, actually, mm-hmm. when you think sure. about it. Wasted a lot of hours of my life, but all in all, got, got some good stuff. So anyway, <laughs> back to the pool. So the series of events that closed our pool down. One, uh, it was a liner pool. It wasn't a gunite pool. So the liner tore. Mm-hmm. Small tear. Mm-hmm. Could have been fixed, probably. But it, uh, almost at the exact same time that the liner tore, I got a little wild on my four-wheeler and ran right into the pump. <laughs> it just destroyed <laughs> the water pump for the, for the pool. <laughs> So uh, a combination oh of the, of me running over the pump and there being a tear in the liner and the cost of fixing all that stuff, uh, my dad just drained the pool and we just had a big hole in the back in our backyard for pretty much the entire time <laughs> I, I was in high school. Just forget it. <laughs> yeah. You you don't deserve oh, a pool. <laughs> I can't believe I bought you that four wheeler. Yeah. The funny thing is that four wheeler I had two wrecks in it. The first time well no, three wrecks, sort of. Uh, the first time, uh, should I save this story? Should I save my, the rest of my four wheeler stories for another day? I don't know. It's up to you. I'm okay mm-hmm. with it. I want to pause. I want to put it put it okay. into my my notes of Patreon topics and tangents, and we will save them um, for another day. Because I don't want to tease. I, I think it's time to get into the game discussion, and I probably got another twenty minutes of four wheeler talk. So <laughs> let's just go hot ahead and save. Uh, let's just go ahead and save that hot four wheeler talk. For so, all right. a little Makes tease sense. to all right. y'all out there. That means uh, you can't stop listening to the show after this episode because you're going to need to hear some four-wheel talk on a later show. Yeah. All right. All right. So, the game. The game. Uh, what better way to talk about the game than maybe bringing out the old manual? 
I like it. Sweet. All right. It's a classic uh, 1980, late 80s Ultra Games black and white manual. I love it. All Not right. really. It's pretty lame, actually. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll get there. It's, it's not that bad. All right, here we go. The story of the game, if you need one. Welcome to a rad-infested world. There's a place on Earth where hot dogs and nachos are health foods. Summer oh vacations. <laughs> <laughs> You've got me already. I'm sold. Summer I'm vacations there. last the year round. And punk rockers with mohawk haircuts are looked upon as mellow dudes. Spelled <laughs> wrong, I think. Yeah. Spelled like mellow yellow. It's spelled like mellow yellow, yeah. <laughs> oh, so maybe that's intentional. Uh, yeah. It's a place where rulers are determined not by their fundraising talents, but by their power to dominate the streets with rad skateboarding skills. That's right. Here, the king of the road is none other than that skateboarding maniac, Rodney Recluse. Owner of the Flesh and Asphalt Skateboard Shop. It's got two pins oh, on Oh, man. Rodney Recluse. Yeah. He, along with his freaked-out son, Bionic Lester, and their crazed cronies, Pete and Eddie, ruled the streets with iron wheels. They're sort of a nuclear waste version of Al Capone and his once ruthless gang of gangsters. Mm. All right, I want to pause There's there. only one Bionic Lester I know. Lester from the Possum Farm. Yes. <laughs> Who was Bionic? It's true, he was. Who's your favorite possum? Lester. <laughs> oh, man. Um, great. I, I say that probably once a week. Every time I see some roadkill or something on the side of the road, and my wife is... <laughs> I do it all the time. She, she just shakes her head like, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite possum? Uh, all right. Okay, anyways. As a newcomer on the scene, with power aspirations of your own, you must prove yourself to Rodney and his freewheeling weirdos. That means you'd better be on your toes when you challenge friends in freestyle and downhill competitions, packed with rock and rolls and rail slides. And you'd better be on your worst behavior when it comes to board to board with Lester in the whack em upside down the head joust. Mm, so yeah. that's the story. I won't have to take a pause break here and leave you alone for just a second. I gotta go get some water. I, f I didn't bring you water in here. Oh no! So Justin, you're All talking. Right. You're gonna talk by yourself for a little bit, very briefly. Uh, also, I changed my my Invisalign or my uh, Smile Direct Club tonight. So if I'm lisping mm -hmm. a little more than usual, it's because my teeth hurt. Anyways, I'll be right back. Haven't I noticed. Some water. All right. Haven't haven't noticed the uh, the lisp, the so-called lisp. Okay. That Mike is. Oh, sorry. You're, okay, you're talking by yourself now. I'll be right back. Okay. Yep. All right. So, um, anyway, I, I'll tell this little story about. Uh, I got a, a skateboard when I was probably 10 to 12 years old. And this, um, this skateboard. So, I, you know, I always wanted to be a good skateboarder probably around that, that age. And. I didn't realize how hard skateboarding was, uh, and I never really got any good at it at all. Basically, um, basically the the most fun I had with that skateboard was sitting on it and riding down a hill like I was in a in a miniature bobsled. Because it seems like 
around this time. Uh, which would have been which would have been right because uh, probably around '94, uh, the the Winter Olympics were uh, going on, and with the Winter Olympics, bobsled was a popular sport, and so uh, also probably about the same time, Cool Runnings was coming out. So there you go, and uh, thought that. Uh, so somehow you found a way to talk about Cool Runnings. I did. I somehow I knew I would come back cool to you talking about Cool Runnings into this podcast. Yes. I would like By to know way, how many times we've talked about Cool Runnings on this podcast, not including the Retro Thought Pod episode about Cool Runnings. Uh, so I don't pretty know. High. I don't know. It'd be pretty high. Also, uh, while you were gone, in case you in case you didn't notice, Clemson may have just sealed the deal. Uh, they stopped Alabama on a fourth and goal from about three, and uh, so they're now up by uh, like forty-five to um, sixteen, and that's probably going to be about it for oh. Alabama. It'll right. be pretty much a miracle to bring them back now. Very cool. But, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I guess I kind of root for Clemson just because Alabama is so mean and I hate them so much. Also, this makes me think, okay, so we're recording on mm-hmm. the night, on tonight. We're recording tonight, and it's the night of the National Championship game. Okay? Nobody's going to listen to this the night of the championship game because I'm probably not going to release it until maybe tomorrow morning or Wednesday. Okay? Sure. So that means everybody that's listening to this is in the future. And they're all they listening know back happened. to us in the past. Maybe Alabama does have that miracle, right? And they're like, they're sitting there thinking, "These guys are these fools. They don't even they they don't even know. They don't even know." Yeah. Anyways, does that ever blow your mind? It blows my mind sometimes. It, the thing, the it, funny it thing is, like this this podcast doesn't necessarily as long as we keep paying for the server space or whatever, you know. It doesn't have to ever go away. So there could be there could be somebody listening to this right now from twenty twenty five or something. You know what I mean? It's crazy to think about. Right. Yeah. We could be wow. we could be in a nursing home, not able to talk anymore. Somebody else is wiping our behind, and there is a seven year old kid listening to this right now. Mm. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Power Back of the internet. The, uh, All right. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> that's some cool stuff here on that internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, this game, the way this game works, uh, this game's kind of interesting. You start on your skateboard, and you're kind of in the middle of the street, and you can go do stuff. Uh, various mini games of sort, but you really you want to go into the shop and sign up to compete or practice or you got to go in and talk to Rodney basically right. so the, this the shop is right in front of you when you start the game and you just go right into the shop and you talk to Rodney okay the Which controls kind of looks like Rodney Dangerfield yeah he does he looks a lot okay, like kind Rodney of a Dangerfield. craze Rodney Dangerfield I think that was totally intentional too probably yeah so uh, I was just—I just want to make a quick comment that the controls at this part of the game make a lot of sense. You just kind of, you know, decide where you want to go and 
Mm -hmm. Bada bing, bada boom. Mm -hmm. The controls at other parts of the game, moving forward, may or may not make sense. Right. Right. But exactly. so when you, when you go in to talk to Rodney, you got a high score screen. Uh, you can go into practice mode where you can just practice whatever you want. And then there's the competition mode, which is uh, the same as practice mode of sorts, but um, you got to sign in and you can and you can get your high scores and you're actually competing with people. Right. Not, not actual people. I guess you could compete with some some of these modes are two player. Right. You can play two player, but you're not really comp you have a computer player, but the computer player doesn't score. So it's like it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyways. So that and then there's so there's a bunch of mini games. We'll talk about the mini games. But let me first talk about when I was a kid. Uh, I was I love this game for some reason. Although I was terrible at it and I could never figure anything out. But right, I would always play it and I would I would rent it uh, and I would play it. when I would rent it. You know, I usually rent maybe two games. But this one always got a lot of play whenever I'd rent games. Uh, so I don't really understand why because when I was a kid I I couldn't figure any of the controls out I never knew what I was doing I did like downhill that was the one I could figure out was the downhill one and the one where you're mm -hmm. skating through the street punching each other I figured that one right but jam then, yeah as far as the the half pipe or the joust I could never figure those out as a kid so yeah I still don't know how to do the joust and the half pipe either it's it's nonsense. Um, I think the manual so can help us out a little bit. Yeah, it could. I could have read it before, but I wanted to play it in its purity, right? Right. Let's go so, there. And maybe it can help us out. So right. the next page here is It's All Downhill From Here, which means it's going to talk about downhill. All right. At the beginning of the downhill race, you're poised at the tip top of the tallest hill in Boulder Dash Park. The park keeper, Ranger Rick Jr., is slacking off on his duties and is at the donut shop stuffing, stuffing his face with cream-filled long johns. What is a cream-filled <laughs> long john? Like a fish? Like a piece of fish? And long johns? <laughs> what kind of creams in it? Like tartar sauce? <laughs> tartar yeah. sauce? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. okay. So it's, it's just like a catfish stuffed with tartar sauce. Okay, got it. <laughs> that means the place is wide open for you to go all out and really concentrate on getting the best from your board. This race is a, a test of speed and timing as you jump ramps, duck through pipes, and whip around flags. Naturally, the more obstacles you clear, the more points you score. Your overall time is also determines your total score. Before starting, you choose either regular or goofy foot by using the control pad to line up the cursor, blah, blah, blah. What madman picks goofy foot here? Well, I did when I was a kid because I was a goofy footed skateboarder. Right. But it it messes up your controls bad. It, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. Like goofy foot supposed to be lefty, but then it's like, uh, no, we're just gonna switch all your controls around. Yeah. So when you pick goofy, make it. it means you press right to turn left and left to turn right. It just blows my mind. Yeah. So, Anyways, I picked it all the time as a kid. So the funny thing is, when I started to play it now, I was playing the downhill mode, and I had to I had to pick Goofy because that's the way I always played when I was a kid. So now that's kind of what I got used to. It, which means I'm really bad you, at the game. Was I was about to say, did, was it any better as an adult? 
Well, actually, yes. I would say that it was Mariners and Dolphins. So this this one's my favorite, the downhill minigame. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Just because, I don't know, it kind of makes the most sense to me. It's It reminds me of, it kind of reminds me of that game Ski Free. Remember Ski Free back on the PC? <laughs> the MS-DOS mm-hmm. PC, the really old PC. Yeah, yeah. Where you would just ski down the mountain and go in between flags or whatever. And the abominable snowman would come out and get you. Yeah, if you got if you were too good, he would come out and get you. Yeah, he yeah. didn't do that in this game, but I love so, that game actually. Yeah, I did too. It, and this it, game, this had downhill mode is, in this game. Oh, yeah, Ski Free <laughs> did actually. You followed the mouse, didn't you? Then you just followed the mouse. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, so, I like the downhill mode. That's probably my favorite one. I don't know about. I don't know about you how you felt about it but I mean it's probably I, I agree with you that it's probably the easiest one to play um the controls can be a little wonky but it definitely is the one that's more reasonable uh than than the others that and and jam which is the battle yeah so so the next one is that in the manual now I just must say on top of all this, that the manual is pretty awesome. Uh, in far as insofar as the way it words things, it's really mm-hmm. silly, but I like that. Like when it describes the, the game, mm-hmm. like, you guys have probably noticed so yeah. far. But uh, so, anyways, we're talking about the freestyle competition. It says, just because this event is called freestyle doesn't mean there are any free rides. In fact, you're going to have <laughs> to work your tail off if you expect to earn any big buck bonus points. Each player gets 10 tries at the U-Zone, five from each side of the zone. Whoever mm-hmm. successfully performs the most tricks receives the highest score. See page nine for details on how to perform tricks. Now, this would have been good information. Yeah. Right? Yeah, this I was is... Just hitting uh, random buttons. Oh, yeah, that's what I always did, too. Now, this time, when I, <laughs> when, when I played it for the show, I did read the manual, and use this and it did make it a lot better but it was still kind of hard to do i still couldn't quite figure it out yeah the timing's a little weird yeah the timing's weird but it it does make sense and it is cool that you can do all these different moves you know what i mean Mm-hmm. yeah certainly so, is but and 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 it's kind of i think it's interesting that they kind of incorporate realistic skateboard things right i'm not a big skateboarder i never was very good i couldn't even get the board off the ground all i could do is just roll on it but like for example in the half pipe here there's a pump zone where you have to build up speed right and then that that's something mm-hmm. skateboarders do i think right they pump the board and it kind of builds up speed maybe i don't know i think they do i think like you some some of you skateboarders out there can help us out but i think that that is a thing like when you're coming down one side of the half pipe you kind of pump the board to get a little more speed mm-hmm. going down and come up. Well, the pump zone is in this game, so there's a spot where you just press A to pump the board and get a little more speed for the other side of the half. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and then the depend on the height of it. So the way it works is depend on the height of the jump. Um, you do one or you do certain things, and then you you press a direction on the on the D pad a number of times and press the A button. And it's like, uh, it's very kind of confusing, but once you figure it out, it's not as confusing, but it's still hard to pull off. Yeah. But you have to like pump so many times and then you got to press a direction on, 
on the D-pad, and it's yeah. Anyways, I suggest mm. you just play it, play it, and try to figure it out. But read the main right. one you do, because then you'll at least know what moves you can do and stuff. Yeah. Yep. So then there's uh, Jam On. Now Jam On. Oh yeah. The downhill jam is a madcap race through one of the sleaziest back alleys ever to be pillaged by thugs, vermin, and other underworld <laughs> dere derelicts. Botanists run underworld. the streets and... I'm sorry. <laughs> Botanists. <laughs> Riffraff. Oh my god. And then we, we gotta throw demons in there? Underworld derelicts? What's going on here? Yeah, Not know. just thugs and vermin. But underworld derelicts. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Your unsavory yeah. goal in this punked out event is to knock over as many other racers as inhumanly possible and to smash trashed out obstacles that litter the road for bonus points. To accomplish these treacherous tasks, you've got to punch and kick to your heart's content. To begin, choose either regular foot or goofy foot. Again, regular and goofy foot. And that was my watch telling me to sound good in bed, by the way. <laughs> I was just to say, this sounded almost like a like a lullaby. It was. Beginning of a lullaby or something. Yeah, that was my watch. Is that telling you to go to bed? Yeah. If I want right. to get my full seven hours, which I never do. Uh, okay. So this is this was a pro, the, uh, one of the more fun ones for me is the jam stage because you're you're actually feels like you're competing not just against yourself but against somebody and you get. It's kind of like the the fighting and all the extras in this in this uh, uh, level is, is a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a little bit road rash esque, isn't it? Mm -hmm. it's yeah, kind of like a yeah, race where you're knocking each other down, so. Right, definitely. Yeah, I yeah. Like it, uh, I like this mode almost equally as much as I like the downhill mode. Yeah, this this is probably this was probably my favorite. Uh, uh, here and plus you're racing Lester, uh, which is not a not a skateboarding name. You really think about, you know? Yeah, it belongs to a possum for sure. Yeah. Now I will say Definitely. that uh, this mode is a lot of fun to play. That's the way to play this mode. Oh yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. There are many a times Neighbor yeah. Kid and I played this one to play. Yeah. Who won? It's me, of course. <laughs> I mean, poor kid. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, you know, so there's that one. There's two more modes, though. It doesn't end there. There's the hair raising high jump. You don't need a pilot's license to soar into the high flying high jump. You just need to be certified as nuts. That means you've got the go ahead to go for it all and put on an airship. This one I really uh, can't figure out. Yeah, this one's just a waste to you, me. This that it's you, 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 I thought it was a button tapper, but it's not really a button tapper. Yeah, you're just trying to do like the speed, and then uh, you know, and you get five tries, but only the fifth try counts for anything. It's like the other four don't even matter, right? Oh, really? Yeah. So the mm. other four, you're just like, you're you're just practicing, or well, I, I guess. I guess you're but building you up speed, the, maybe. Yeah, but then the fifth one may not even be your best one, right? That's true. And then, um, 
that's uh, uh, but that's the one that counts. That's it. See, I can. The reason I can never figure this one out, I think, is because I played way too much of like the Summer Olympic Games game, mm-hmm. where you alternate A and B, and so I kept thinking mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to do, but I think it's just B. And then you hit A at some other point, like during the jump, like when you're taking off or something. I don't know. This one, this one really struggled with. I, I, this one was hard for me. To, to Enter enjoy. the U zone by pressing the A button. Increase your speed by pressing the control pad together with the B button. The faster you press the B button, the faster you'll go. So you got to just really tap that B button. Tap that B. Yep, tap that B. Story so, of my life. <laughs> oh man alright and then the last mode joust uh, so while hanging out in Rodney's backyard waiting for a barbecue you suddenly find yourself locked in the heat of battle in his drained heated swimming pool now you're up against hard hitting skateboarders who wield big thick sticks this is where you'll literally skate or die so you literally are fighting each other to the death in Rodney's heated <laughs> swimming pool with no with water. big sticks. With big sticks. <laughs> yeah. What is, what, that makes no... A heated, drained, heated swimming pool. Why'd they even have to throw heated in there? Well, I guess the concrete's heated? I don't know. Makes no... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just hot outside. So in this mode, you take turns. One person has the jousting stick and one person does not. Right? Right. One person's on the offense, one person's on the defense. And then it switches. I guess you like five, I guess you both have go the, like five times. Do you both have the jousting stick? For some reason I can't remember. No, it's both. one. It's once at a time. One at a okay, time. Yeah, yeah. And then you get like five tries and then it switches to the other person. They get the jousting stick. So they only got one stick. And I love how the manual says how to be the life of the pool party. Basically, by killing one of the other guests. <laughs> <laughs> so the there you weaponless go. player tries to stay alive on defense. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's just like, oh, it's a pool party, but uh, there's two guys fighting to the death in the pool in the back <laughs> <laughs> on skateboards. Hey, don't uh, see uh, beers in the fridge. Uh, we got burgers on the grill. Uh, music's playing out in the backyard. Don't mind the guys though in the pool fighting to the death on their skateboards <laughs> just ignore them we'll get the corpse out of here the best we can yeah in a timely fashion so yeah that's silly but the jousting is fun I will say it is fun to player especially mm-hmm. when neither person knows what they're doing because yeah. it's 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 half of a it's halfway about a frustration and halfway just a a zany what in the world are we doing right now why are we wasting yeah. our lives away but it works <laughs> and you're just uh, yeah going back and forth um Posier Pete looks like a mixture between Rocky Balboa and Adrian Grenier from Entourage. I don't know. I don't know Entourage. So the main. Yeah, never mind. All right. Somebody out there will know. Uh, yeah, somebody out there. 
So that's pretty much the whole game. Those are all the different the different modes you can play. Um, but like I said, you can practice them or you can just go compete and see if you can beat all the computer or beat your friends or get high scores. We didn't do a high score challenge this time. We probably should have, but uh, that's pretty yeah. much the game. Uh, but what, I guess we could talk about the graphics and sound. What do you think about the graphics? So graphics probably the worst part of the game to me. Like they're just they're nothing special. Um, the sprites are not anything to write home about. They're pretty bad, I thought. Um, you know, in the backgrounds they're they're decent. The colors are okay. The the um, the swimming pool kind of looks like the static on a television channel that you don't get. <laughs> um, but uh, so I I don't. I, I gotta give the uh, I, I'm not giving much love to the graphics on this game. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I'm not uh, not a big fan of the graphics. I think they're serviceable. I think they they do their job, but uh, I, it's 1988, so kind of gotta give them a little bit of a pass there because it's not like it's late in the NES life cycle. But yeah, I, I just I would have liked to have seen a little bit better character sprites now i will say sure. that the the hand-drawn characters like rodney and like the title screen those are really nice those are good. oh sure yeah yeah and there's a lot of color yeah. in this game which i always appreciate a lot of color yeah but there's really not so. much to i mean there's a lot of gray because you're you're riding a skateboard on concrete right so right right and brown for the pipes the half pipes what about the music, though? Did you like the music? The music was amazing. So the music was great, especially the intro music. I thought it was the best song on the whole game. Uh, but the whole game, the music was always great. Now, the music's great, but the sound and sound effects are another knock on this game. I mean, the 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 cheering during the halfpipe just sounds like staticky noise again mm, with that yeah. kind of ant race on the tv noise um the you know the sound effects when you fall and stuff all that was just kind of generic kind of whoops and things and that the sound was bad but the music was great it was like they were very far ends of the spectrum to me yeah i kind of agree especially like you said that intro song let's let's pause and let's just listen to the intro we're kind of listening to it a little bit in the background let's turn it up uh, yeah. Just for a moment. I mean, that's just good stuff right there. That's some good riffage. Yeah, it like really gets you in the mood to skateboard. I think. It's, it really does. It's pump up music. like harmonies in it and stuff but anyways all right yeah it's uh, good yeah it's, it's good, good stuff i agree but the, i agree with you too the sound effects are, they're a little distracting they're not very good right right okay right. well i think uh i think it's wrap up time on this one all right but let's let's talk about the halftime show before we gotta because we won't talk about it yeah, yeah. we won't talk about it again now, when I saw it was Imagine Dragons, I said, I muted my uh, 
television. I said I'm not. <laughs> I'm not listening to that because let's be honest. Imagine Dragons Radioactive was pretty good when it came out. Now it's been it's it it is it's just a piece of flesh now. I mean, it's just been beat and beat and beat. <laughs> this is it's very just true. Nothing, there's nothing left of it. Okay, I mean, so it's just. I'm with you. That song, when it came out, was really good. I liked it a lot. And I thought, you know what? Mm-hmm. This band, this band might have something. You know? That's, that was my mm-hmm. first thought. I was like, this band might have something. This could be good. And then they beat Radioactive to death on the radio and stuff to the point where I don't want to hear it anymore. And right. speaking of beating, the Imagine Dragons are now a one-trick pony where all they do is beat a big drum and say some word over and over again. Like it used to be like radioactive, <laughs> radioactive. Now it's thunder, thunder, or give oh me something to God, believe in. You know, that and, but, song is so bad. It's the so whole bad, time though. Did, did you not see? You don't agree with me that. They do this drum beating thing where there's like a big beating of a drum and they say like mm-hmm. a word in right. some kind of a sing songy way. And it's like, okay, quit doing the same thing or whatever again. Mm-hmm. And it sounds worse. All of them are way worse than radioactive. But... Yeah, I, I, I can't, honestly, uh, I can't speak much to their repertoire, but. Um... I, I do know that Thunder song is maybe the one of the worst songs on radio today, and if not the worst. And yeah, Radioactive's dead. It's just dead. And so then, I yeah, that's the, that's not why that's not why I wanted to talk about uh, the halftime show. But here we go. Imagine Dragons was not the reason I wanted to talk about the halftime show. But now I was watching. I want to say this. I was watching this muted, and I. I guess Lil Wayne came out, and I thought it was Flavor Flav the way he was dressed. <laughs> I didn't know who it was at first. I thought it was like Flavor Flav with the way he looked. It's like that's like the the the, the ridiculousness of the, that we would see Flavor Flav come out, but obviously it's Lil Wayne. Yep, it was Lil Wayne, and be glad you had it muted because it was not not very good. It was really bad, so bad. Okay, all the trash we just talked about, Imagine Dragons. So bad mm-hmm. that Little Wayne actually made Imagine Dragons look pretty good. <laughs> I was thinking, all right, I'm, I'm kind of glad uh, we're back to Imagine Dragons now instead of Little Wayne. Oh Lord! Yeah, it was bad. Little Wayne. Yeah. Part of the problem is I don't know if he's just out of the game or what, but one of the problems is that he was holding his microphone like around the part where you're supposed to talk into or sing into, you know. <laughs> so the all of his rapping was it's I'm gonna put my okay so everybody I'm gonna put my hand on my mouth and I'm gonna start talking for the next little bit on the show with my hand over my mouth and this will be about like what Lil Wayne's rapping sounds like. So Lil Wayne he's trying to rap like this because he has hand over the microphone. <laughs> that was what the oh, that's what man. the rapping sounded like. That's awesome. Yeah, imagine trying to. God, what if you went to one of his concerts and he did that the whole show? Oh, Ugh. oh my God! Well, first, first of all, what are you doing at Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Second of all, <laughs> anybody, anybody, it goes Maybe. for anybody. Well, what if Lil Not Wayne paid you. everybody like a thousand dollars to come to his show? I read something the other day, and I can't remember who it was, but Fifty Cent bought like a hundred tickets to maybe like a Ja Rule concert or something just so that it'll be like empty 
they were like all like front row seats too. Oh, nice. So. That's a good idea, actually. <laughs> but oh man, it's some. I don't know if it's Jarrell. It was somebody, but uh, I thought it, that was pretty funny. I think they had a beef. That's what they call it, right? A beef. Probably. Mm, beef. Been yeah. eating a lot of beef here lately. With oh, the I've been eating keto. some beef. Oh yeah, we need to talk about New Year's resolution too. All right. So we're going to talk about trophies here next. But first, let's talk a little bit about the new new year. Okay, mm-hmm. new year, new you, mm-hmm. right? So, That's right. Uh, most people would go on a diet or exercise more or whatever, right? But and I've always tried mm-hmm. to kind of do that. And yeah. this year, I decided uh-huh. to as extra motivation, I am going to get myself a doctor's appointment at like in like March, late March or April. Okay. Uh-huh. Like a checkup, uh-huh. so I need to be in peak condition for this checkup. Oh, okay. So what All I right. thought to do is uh, just do a little experiments and maybe try the keto diet. I know that's probably not the best because my cholesterol may spike and the doctor may say, "Oh, you're dying," but we'll see. And I think you two are also trying it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. So I don't think I'm at the the uh, low carb point you are at. But I definitely have decreased them. So I'm doing like a slow decrease down. And so I'm at about uh, 50 to 60 per day. Although the other day, two days ago, I guess it was, I had somebody brought in donuts. <laughs> which, you know, I can't be left to my own devices. I'm like a heroin addict with a, with a needle, you know, just easy, easy access to a needle or something. Oh, yeah, I can't help it. I see the donut, I gotta go for it, right? I totally understand. I don't know what's gonna happen whenever they bring donuts into the break room, which is inevitable. It's gonna happen at some point at work. And I wanna mm-hmm. be faced with that problem. But so far, I've been doing. Uh, are you doing. Are you talking 60 net carbs? Or are you talking about total carbs? Net. Net, okay. I'm at. I'm staying below 30 net. And, okay. Uh, the first and I started I just went January 1st I went 30 net January 1st boom and I have not had above 30 net since January 1st um but I will say like okay so January 1st was what a Wednesday mm-hmm. I think it was I don't remember I, I know I texted you but I, I think it was like Friday or Saturday I said I think I'm gonna die and I don't know that I don't know if it was like a keto <laughs> flu or I don't know what it was I didn't, mm-hmm. it didn't really feel like a flu but I just uh-huh. felt I had, my brain was like in a fog where it kind of looked, it was almost like I wasn't even living. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what it is. It's a, it's a fog. And I've even been going through that myself, even with just decreasing. Because I've got to be honest, like before January 1, I mean, I was going all out. The Christmas trees, uh, all that. It's like the, the, the Little Debbies, pie. Oh, pie. <laughs> I was probably hitting hundred, you know, my cars were in hundreds per day, right? Uh And so, I mean, you know, decreasing down to 60 was a pretty big jump for me. Um, And uh, I definitely felt, I've been drinking more caffeine (laughs) the past few days, trying to kind of boost myself. Yeah, so like, it was was Friday or Saturday, I I was dog tired, like I couldn't even, I just wanted Mm -hmm. to lay in the chair. And I had like this fog over me where it didn't even feel like I was in the room. You know what I mean? And then just yeah. a, a couple, two or three days ago, or maybe not two or three days ago, just like a couple of days ago, like Sunday, I guess it was, the fog lifted and I, you know, I feel fine now. 
Uh, I don't necessarily yeah. have more energy, but I have the same energy without the carbs. So, yeah. Uh, well, but also, also trying to throw in a little exercising and stuff. So, yeah, I'm hoping I'm through it and it won't happen again. Maybe I, I got some of the uh, test strips to pee on, see if I'm actually in ketosis or not. Oh, I don't, you? Yeah. Well, I don't have them yet. You're going but, scientific with it, huh? Oh, yeah. I want to see. I want, I want proof, man. Okay. And if, I, and if I pee on this stick and I don't have them ketones, I'm going down 20. I'm going down to 20 carbs. You know, you can apparently, and I don't know, I don't know how much truth there is to this, but it kind of does, it, it makes sense that you can actually uh, blow positive on breathalyzer if you're in full ketosis. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen like any data on it, but it it certainly makes biochemical sense because you're basically blowing out alcohols at that point. Yeah. So uh, I've got a breathalyzer. I could try it. Oh, you do? Yeah. How do you have a breathalyzer? Well, not like a not like a really awesome official police breath breathalyzer, but I've got one of those little party breathalyzers you can buy. Oh, uh, okay. All I've ever used it for is just to see how high I can get it to go. <laughs> exactly. I'll break it out every now and then when I'm having a wild night and just see how high I can get it to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just it was like a party gift from three or four years ago, and I just I hung on to it so I could try it. Yeah. But I, I I got the urine strips. I'm gonna try that out. And see, because I, I want to like I want this is this is part experiment, part New Year's resolution diet, right? And so mm-hmm. being part experiment, I want to truly get into it. I want to know that I'm in it because okay. I know I, yeah. I hit I hit I the I hit the tiredness and the fog, and I think that was it. But uh, I'm not sure. So I want to be sh- I want to be sure. We'll see. Yeah. Anyways, let's uh, let's do some trophies. And anybody else out there in the dude sphere, uh, if you got any good resolutions you want to chat about them, uh, just hit us up. Yeah, we'd love to hear them. But uh, for now, I guess we should do some retrofitted trophies. Retrofitted trophies. All right, retrofitted trophies. You got any? Uh, I've got some, and I'm gonna. I'm just gonna pick a couple out because we're running since we're running a little long here. We are running a little. Uh, get a couple of my give a couple of my favorites. Okay, I'll do the same. I'll I'll weed out the uh, the fluff. All right, yeah, let's hear it. Okay, I got uh, a pretty obvious one. Uh, Tony Hawk would be impressed. Oh. And that would be to perform a 1080 in the half pipe. I don't think that's possible, but you can try. You can spin a lot. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. Tony Hawk would be impressed. Um, my first one is flying high again. Uh, and that is get two over nine foot high jumps in a row. Hmm. But you can only count the fifth one. So Well yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe fourth and fifth one. We'll make it fourth and fifth one. Okay. Uh my next one is got my vans on, but they look like sneakers. And uh does anybody know that song besides me? I feel like I'm the only one knowing the song. Because when I mentioned it honest, earlier, I you were like, Yeah, when I mentioned it earlier, you just I feel like you had a blank look on your face. 
Anyways, yeah. if somebody out there, look it up. All right, got my Vans on, but it looked like sneakers. To earn that trophy, you have to knock down four... You have to knock down Lester four times during the uh, down the jam. All right, all right. Um, I'll stop there. You want to give one more? I'll give one more, and it's called Bell Money, and that is when or, uh, the jam has get down there, get down the hill fast first, and that is because you jump on the golf car. And they're, you're clearly about to get arrested because he turns the lights on. Yep. <laughs> I like that bell money. So, there you go. Okay, cool. So, all right then. How would you like to rate this game? Game rating. How would you like to rate this game? I should have been fading that out this whole time, by the way. I don't know if you noticed how it sounded so much better when I faded it. It did. I like it. It's <laughs> All right, a nice go touch. Ahead. Go ahead. Um, hmm. Rating type of shoe. Okay. We talked about shoes a little bit this episode. I give it a shoe. All right. I got one. So, okay, go ahead. I'm going to go with fuzzy slippers that you wear around the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and mainly because. Like this game, I like the idea of fussy slippers. I like the idea of a skateboarding game on the NES. I kind of like wearing fuzzy slippers. I kind of like playing this game. But most of the time, I just never put them on. They just stay underneath the chair or wherever they are, and I just never use them. I just walk around. If I'm going to walk around, I'm going to walk around with regular shoes or socks or barefoot. I never put on my fuzzy slippers. And that's kind of how I'm with this game. It's like I I like it when I break it out and play it every now and then, but I never really have the motivation to play it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna give it fuzzy slippers. I'm gonna go with high top basketball shoes because they're they're practical. They give you a little ankle support. But nobody likes. They, they don't look good. Which the graphics in this game, you know, I kind of was hard on. So, um, but you know, they're okay. They're not the best, but they're just okay. Alrighty, works for me. So, all right, what are we doing now? Feedback. Now we are doing feedback. Sweet, it's some listener feedback. All right, before okay. we read our feedback, though, as we told you, going into 2019, we're going to be doing some super sweet ad drops. So here's an advertisement. And stay tuned for later in the show at the, at the end, and we will tell you how you can get a show without ads. But for now, listen to this ad, because it's super sweet. Okay. Now, feedback. Justin, you got some feedback for us? I do. So uh, I've got, let's see, Andrew Code on the uh, Facebook uh, group says, I enjoyed the game, but I thought it was inferior to TNC Surf. 
The title screen was great, but paled in the I'm sorry, the title screen music was great, but paled in comparisons to its own sequel. Just an okay game. Live the life you love, love the life you live. Adam Malone says, worst controls ever. I pop I still pop it in, play ten minutes, get frustrated, throw in Batman, walk through it like Neo in the Matrix, feel good about myself. I like it. Ryan Kimball says, bigger fan of Skate or Die 2. Tyler Jones says, very similar to Adam. Turn it on. Can't figure it out. Expletives. Turn it off. Glad I got it on emulation and didn't spend money on it. This game stinks as much as taking a Carl. Like it. Ooh. Hey, we didn't we didn't say whether or not this game was worth it. I know. I know. Let's What's do it after the comments. All right. We'll do it after the yeah, feedback. And Eric Purcell says, I, too, enjoy Skate or Die much more. Hashtag hot tag. <laughs> Is that your ringtone? It's your song, Got My Vans On, but they look like sneakers. Yeah, that's my song. All right, that's it. All right. <laughs> that words yeah, may start Enough of that. But... All right. uh, I forgot how the bass. See, I thought it was uh, you were playing it from your phone, and the bass is so yeah. like vibratory that it sounds like it sounded to me like your phone. It was your ringtone, you know, like your phone's also vibrating. It's a good song. It's a good yeah. song. All right, Jay Jorgensen. Oh, this is the Facebook page thing. Jay okay. Jorgensen says, "Skate or die" is the. I don't know if I can say this word on a family friendly podcast. So I'll just say the stuff. Yeah. Awesome game. Go Eagles. <laughs> this was before the game, too. <laughs> um, Joshua Voorhees Gonzalez says, Two dudes in a nest. You guys rule. Thank oh, you, Josh. Thank you. Daniel Newton says, One of my favorite games growing up. Controls took some time to get used to, though. Halfpipe was my favorite event. Ryan R. Jackson says, my buddy and I play this game all the time. It's a fun play, but I always thought the controls were a little wonky. Rich VD says, love this game growing up, along with 720. Extreme! I hope I read that uh, the way you wanted that, Rich. I'm sure you did. Mike Osborne says, I remember Jousting was our favorite. Can't remember if that was the first or second game. Oh, my. Uh, Nathan Sweeney says, Ski or Die is my favorite. Nothing better than the snowball fight. Yeah, we need to play that one, too. Alan, I remember liking that one better than this game, actually. Alan Rhodes says, Second one is the better one, in my eyes. Michael McQuaid says, Rodney Dangerfield with a mohawk. And Joshua Voorhees Gonzalez says, Yes. I don't know that I've ever played right. the um, second one. Have you? Yeah. No, no, I have not. That'll be interesting. That'll be a that. new one. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely will. All right. On Twitter, Paul and Andy with at Power Trip Gaming. Uh, hey, did you know Power Trip Gaming? They have, they have a podcast now. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're young in the podcasting realm. Uh, normally, they're videos on YouTube, but uh, they got a podcast now. So, y'all check it out. Yeah. Uh, 
say I never got into this one. I was more of a T and C guy. Killer opening track though. Skate or die. Die 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 die. See what I did there? Killer. Die 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 uh, die die. Yeah. My work is done here, he's they say. Uh <laughs> at Fried Potatoes says, Love the intro. Just found a minty complete in box copy at the Portland Retro Game Expo. Nice. Good job, fried potatoes. Uh, and then Heath Berkheimer says, fun game at the time, but super, super challenging. Had difficulty knowing exactly what to do on each event. Mostly just get lucky and get a decent score. That was kind of my way of playing the game, too. Get lucky. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, on Instagram, wow, comments on Instagram. Cecil Dredge says, love me some Skate or Die, and it's sequels. Uh, the Imkra, the Imkra, M-K-R-A says great game for its time i have spent many hours on it has some unbelievable drawbacks like the controls of your character should have been smooth and and as controllable as the main street menu character good game to cover it is yeah that's, i agree that's kind of what i was hinting at the beginning of the game it makes more sense to control them when you're just skating around at the very beginning than in yeah. any of the game modes but anyways and then mwa morton says i had the nes port of 720 as a kid didn't get to play Skate or Die too much, but I heard the name came from 720's tagline. Interested to see how this game holds up in 2019. Uh, it's okay. Uh, but we'll get into yeah. that here yeah. in just a minute when we say whether or not it's worth it. Google Plus. We've got two regular posters on Google Plus. Ryan Ballard, of course. But do you remember who else saw him? He's kind of a new regular poster. Oh, I can't think of it right off the top of my head. I just wanted to put you on the spot so you sound like a real jerk when you couldn't think of right. it. Right, yeah. exactly. That's totally my yeah, move because I get to sound really cool and I'm going to play some music for him because I forgot to start it earlier. All right, Benson Lott and Ryan Ballard. Ryan says, mm-hmm. I remember playing this one as a kid. It was a solid game, a part as I remember. I had no end of trouble, though, making the goofy foot option work. So he could not get the foot option to work. That sounds yeah right. Uh, Benson Lott says, love this game. I skateboarded as a kid, so it felt like this game was finally for me. Despite it being rather cheesy. Lester! However, I spent <laughs> way more time on Skater Die 2 Halfpipe. The Skater Die 2 Halfpipe, I did look at the picture of it. It look, does look pretty cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it does look and that's it there's a couple more pieces of feedback one is one's from dude bag it's the great nes war or the great war nes which is remember he did world war Two. Oh yeah well he's yeah. done world war one now oh boy and, yeah and he's he he did a mp3 for us to play it of him saying it and that's it's gonna be awesome i think i want to save that too because we're running a little, yeah, a little longer than usual. so we'll save that but we did get a couple of the calls. I won't save the calls. Here's one. Dudes, what's up? It is Jay-Z NES, John Jurassic, back again. The guy from YouTube. You haven't heard from me in a while, but if you're playing Skate or Die, and it's like, I don't know anything about that game, but I'm going to call anyway, because I wanted to talk to you guys and, and say that Skate or Die, whatever, I don't know. I've never played, I don't really like skating games, uh, you guys might, who knows, let me know how it is, I don't know, so, 
Yeah, hopefully you guys have fun with that one. You're really going to love Rollerblade Racer. Not a skating game, but the, it is a skating game, you know what I mean? Not skateboarding, but skating. That one's going to be great for you. You're going to love that one. Anyways, so yeah, it's been a while. And I had actually finished my, my whole NES set while I was gone. It was off on an epic journey doing that or whatever. So there you go. That's done. And uh, hopefully I'll uh, start calling in more or whatever. And I'll, you know, I, I still listen to all the episodes since I've been gone. So a lot of backlog catch up on. So, anyways, this has been Jay Z NES saying keep it classic. And you guys enjoy it. Hate or die, hopefully. Bye. Thanks, Jay Z. Uh, people tend to forget <laughs> Jay Z is a fan of the show. Yep. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. Jay Z NES on YouTube. That's who that is. And he's he's got a good YouTube channel. He took it. He did. I guess he is taking a little break, but he got his entire collection. He has the entire NES library, which is pretty amazing. And but I think yeah, we did. I is. think we congratulated you. So you need you do need to listen listen to some of those back episodes of Jay Z. I think we did congratulate you when when it happened. Yeah. If we didn't, I apologize. We congratulate you now. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got one more, <clears throat> one more voicemail. Here we go. This is probably gonna be like one of the most infamous sound bites you'll ever have from Nick Stevens, but uh, this is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Like probably top oh. ten. 2019 rolls around and Nick Stevens cannot quit putting NES games on him. And on his <laughs> he top loves team. them. He just loves them. Hey, Nick loves putting NES games on his top 10 as much as Aaron loves answering questions. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. All right. So let's give this game a rating. It's a little late, but uh, let's do it anyways. Oh, wait, not a rating. Uh, is it worth it? Do you know how much it goes for? Uh, it's like it's a pretty cheap game, like six or seven bucks. They sold a lot of copies. Okay. So let's let's give it ten bucks. Ah, uh, you know, honestly, I think it is kind of worth it. I kind of like it for for that price, personally. I'm thinking yeah, more the seven buck range, though. I'm liking the seven. Yeah. Course, seven versus ten. Seven. What is that? But seven bucks. That's worth it. I'll say it's worth. It. I mean, there's I'll seven dollars worth of fun to have out of this game. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Especially if you can get another so. person to play with you, because that if you get another person, it makes it every one of the game modes that you can play with two player, it makes those a lot more fun. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think I. So we were kind of down on the game in a way, but uh, I think it's. I still think it's worth it. Yeah, I do too. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps us up. The um, post-show announcements. Um, we'll do shout-outs on where to find us here in just a second. But I just want to say, okay, you know we're doing ads now. It's 2019. we got to get with the program. A lot of places are doing ads. Uh, a lot of people are doing funny ads, and I kind of feel jealous of them because I'm hoping maybe we can do funny ads, but maybe our ads aren't that funny, but I'm you know, so it kind of makes me nervous. Anyways, uh, we're doing ads now. But if you are the type of person who does mm -hmm. not want any ads, there'll usually be at least one in every episode going, moving forward. Hopefully they're not too intrusive to your podcasting times. I know when I listen to ads on other podcasts, I'm not, they don't really bother me. So I'm hoping they no, don't bother no. Um, 
But anyways, if you don't want ads, all you got to do is we're going to open up a tier on Patreon, $2. So $1 gets you the uh, all the bonus episodes. Well, $2 will get you all the bonus episodes plus episodes with no ads. Pretty simple. Woohoo! Uh, moving forward, so you, won't, you won't get any yeah, of the old me. episodes with no ads. You've already had those. So yep. any any episodes moving forward, you'll get them without ads. Two bucks. Pretty simple. Plus, you get all the awesome Patreon content that we've been releasing for over a year now. Two years now? How long we go? We got a lot of episodes. I'm trying to say, a lot of episodes. Yeah, lots of good content on there. So, anyways, uh, shout out to the retro junkies. Everybody except for the Genesis Gems. Uh, special shout out to the Retro Rewind podcast and Francisco Ruiz, who is our narrator or announcer for the show. Shout out to the Wee Dude, aka the Wee Guy on YouTube for the awesome music, the stereoized NES yep. tunes. And shout yep. out to the Fox Dude for our awesome logos, plural, because we have awesome logos now. Thank you. I know. Yeah. It's awesome. All right, where can they find us? Well, they can find us on our websites, twodudesinanest.com, nintendudes.com, and uh, twodudes.com, right? Is that it? What would you say? nesdudes.com, twodudesinanest.com, nintendudes.com. Nintendudes.com. Oh, gosh. See, it's been too long. I'm, you I'm, took a month I'm, off, I'm, yeah. I'm rusty, I'm rusty, I'm, you know. So anyway, but you can find us on Facebook and Twitter Instagram apparently, uh, Google Plus. Join Ryan and Vincent over there. That's right, Vincent. Vincent, Vincent Lot. Yep. And of course, you can always call us and listen to your voice on our podcast, like we hear Nick Stevens every time calling us and telling us it's in his top ten. Call us and tell us it's in your top ten, and you can call us. By going to the website on your mobile phone and clicking the button or the phone number, if you like to do it the old-fashioned way and you got a good old rotary phone or something, what's that phone number? 775-7-RETRO-1. All right. Good I don't what it is outside of that. But you'll figure it yep. out. Yep. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Good pod. All right. Yep. All right, we'll see everybody next time. All right, stay tuned for next game's music. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.